What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? Week one, baby! And yeah, welcome one. to the incredible fantasy football podcast. We're uh we're we're doing the podcast during the first game of the NFL season. We got Chiefs and Lions. Um it's gonna be a fun night. Got a lot to cover, a lot of fantasy football to talk about. It's gonna be hard to pay attention. We might just have long silences of just just distractedly looking at the game. You know, who knows? It's first <laughs> game of the season. For sure going to be happening tonight. It's... <laughs> we'll we'll try to keep it to a minimum, but <laughs> It is what it is. Um, well, we we've made it to the uh, the twenty twenty three fantasy football season. We're going to be talking about our my guys, making picks for week one, uh, kind of recapping draft and whatnot. But um, I think one of the biggest things that we got to figure out in the next week or two is going to be our fantasy football league punishment. Ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we haven't seen. We, the, I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> Well, so we've had this league going for, for, you know, 10, well, probably almost closer to 20 years now. And uh, the loser has traditionally had a pretty crazy punishment. You know, a few years back, they had to do the Sports Illustrated body issue, um, camera photo shoot. Um, we've had to make them eat canes and, and do uh, NFL combine drills. We, we got a shot of video of that, put it on YouTube. Uh, we need to figure out what the challenge is this year because the guy who got last last year he he quit the league he was kicked out. Um, so we got to lock this down. Do you want me to read off some some options for things? Why not? Okay. Um, I, I'm just gonna rapid fire. Do the you know 24 hour Waffle House type challenge maybe at Canes where if you eat you know a wing and a piece of bread you shave an hour off there. Um, oh be, otherwise you have to stay there for a full day, whatever. <laughs> that one terrifies um, me. <laughs> we've got the canes and the combine drills, the body issue, uh, buy a cheap airline ticket, spend 24 hours at an airport, uh, spicy wing eating challenge, wear an embarrassing outfit out to the bar, um, during an NFL playoff game. Uh, I saw this one from a guy in the league caddy around a golf for the winner. Uh, we incredible. got people that could stand on the side <laughs> of the street holding up a sign. Uh, a license plate cover is a classic. Uh, this was a good one. Uh, do a lemonade stand, <laughs> uh, like a pink lemonade stand. You just have to try to sell lemonade all day. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then a winner picks a song. The loser has to record themselves doing a cover of it. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. And uh, a like PowerPoint that. presentation of like where your season went wrong or, or something else that could be interesting. Who knows? <laughs> You can do like a pitch and what you you're gonna what, do better. <laughs> I I really like the last two, like Me performing too. something just for the group, but like letting people just go all out on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree. I like both I, of those. And then the PowerPoint presentation really dives in to bring up the pain. Like, why really why I lost? Too. Why I lost this year? <laughs> <laughs> He's all right, like all night working on it. <laughs> We've got. Front runners, I like it. Um, well, I I think we should just get into our um, you know recap of the week. Any news going into week one? It's the first week of the season. Everyone's hyped up, and what do you know? Travis Kelsey hyperextends his knee, officially a bone bruise. He's out Ooh. week one. He might be out a couple, one or two more weeks. Um, that was a shocker. And Cooper Cup, he's on the IR. He could be going on the IR. He's out. With Two first round guys immediately out before even a game. Those are, uh, yeah, yep. That's that's a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) These are are the safest picks in the draft. Yeah, Uh, I mean Travis Kelsey for sure. I mean you you knew that this guy is like the epitome of healthy football. Uh, He really doesn't miss time all that much. Um, And yeah, (laughs) week one, tough to see. I think his last game he missed, well, they, they sat him out one time before the playoffs, but before for actual injury was 2014 or something like that. I think. And I think I think these late uh, these late injuries like Kelsey is like literally two days before the season or one day before the season or first game makes it even worse. Because like even the drafter is like with Cooper Cup, you missed Kelsey came out of nowhere practice sure. and you and you're sitting out a game right before. I do, yeah. I do feel better about his injury as far as it being a bone bruise. At first, it was scary, but the fact it's a bone bruise, I think you know like he'll come back. There's not going to be a necessarily a re-aggravation like a hamstring. I'm a little more concerned long-term for the, the hamstring kind of stuff, but 
yeah, it sucks, but at least uh, it's something that, you know, you can, he can come back strong from. Absolutely. Um, some other injuries before the season happened uh, that put guys way down my draft board. Terry McLaurin getting the turf toe. Jerry Judy having a hamstring issue. Um, I put them on my do not draft list. Um, and then this week on injury reports, some some things that we didn't know have been reported. Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs did not practice on Wednesday. Wild. I didn't check. I didn't check the report today, uh, but they, they could both be out with hamstring injuries. And um, Marquise Brown also has got a hamstring. Uh, he was only limited, though. He's he so, but we hadn't heard of that one. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting how these all just kind of came together in the last couple of days. I mean, Jerry Judy's didn't, Terry McLaurin's didn't, um, but those guys were definitely falling a little bit in the draft. I still would have taken Jerry Judy, especially at the value he went at. I think he went at like ninety-seven or ninety-eight in our draft. I think that's great value, but yeah, I, I think a lot of these surprises us right at the end. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think these teams kind of hide him a bit in the offseason. I don't know if you guys saw Kenneth Walker, actually. His groin, he was limited in practice, too. That came out of nowhere. But, yeah, it's uh, so they play out. Bless the hammies. Yeah, and uh, just an update on the Packers situation. Christian Watson did not practice again on Thursday. He's Romeo Dobbs was, was limited. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, again, a top five, five, six round, fifth round, six round pick, something like that. And now you're like, Jordan Love going into his first game without two wide receivers <laughs> could be my, rough. <laughs> my Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave picks from uh, last week are looking pretty good right now. Those rookies are going to get a lot of a lot of look. I think it's going to be a lot of running. Um, yeah, but other than that, not not too much injury news. Um, so things are looking pretty good uh, going into week one. Oh, I did have a funny quote about the, the Kelsey injury. Uh, so, someone online commented, if Kelsey is out for 40 days and 40 nights, is this the beginning of Noah's arc? Because Noah Gray is taking over that <laughs> tight end field. Amazing. That's incredible. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for this now. <laughs> I know, right? If Noah's arc is what wins people's championship, I'll be so pumped. It's also what's going to bring everybody back to God and faith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come to Jesus, baby. Right in this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, before we get into um uh, kind of our fantasy football analysis for the season, I think that we need to recap what happened in our main league. You know, the Gimme Some League that we just had our draft um only a couple days ago. Um, any, uh, quick hitters or things that, uh, stuck out to you guys about our draft? Um, I mean, I think the most obvious one was like the second tier quarterbacks falling. Um, yeah, I mean, Burrow sat there for a long time and he had a little bit of injury risk, but like it's Joe Burrow. You, you got to feel drafting him. Justin Herbert, who's like a preseason darling, like could could be the top scoring quarterback. And then Justin Fields, too. I feel like they all fell quite a bit. Um, everybody got him at pretty good value. I was pumped to get Herbert where I did. I was pumped to get Fields. Yeah. And you got you got Herbert even quite a bit later. Yeah, no, I did. And uh I think that we'll yeah. we'll get into that analysis later. Yeah. Um, anything else that stuck out, Braden? Yeah, I guess for me, it seemed like the running backs went pretty quick and there was some pretty good wide receiver values that fell. Like I got Terry McLaurin as one of my last wide receivers. He fell way beyond, I mean, he has the injury and everything, but I was surprised these home leagues, the wide receivers, the later ones, at least they, they tend to fall when you start getting into that deeper depth. People take the young, you know, the young, exciting running backs. Um, so that was interesting to kind of see how that played out, but yeah, I was definitely on that side with, uh, you know, I was a quick third round Jalen hurts. And then all of a sudden I just watched fields, burrow, Herbert, all just falling, just falling. And it was, uh, you guys ended up with some good value there. Yeah. Zach, what's your takeaway? I mean, I put in the work Garrett. I, I might, I might've been <laughs> playing up the amount of time that I haven't had for fantasy because I've but I've got spreadsheets. I've got on uh, on my draft plan, 
and oh my god, everything fell exactly into pieces. The dominoes just fell over, <laughs> pieces aligned. It would be beautiful. <laughs> nah, That's Zach, you're, 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 Zach's getting so confident here for an early on, no <laughs> gameplay scene yet, except for one of my St. Brown touchdown. Sorry if I spoiled that, Braden. Shout out. Um, but man, are you are you confident leaving this draft? I've never seen somebody so confident in their preseason team. It just like ah, this is chef's kiss, and I know that I shouldn't be this excited this early about what I got. But ah, oh, when a plan comes together, there's nothing better. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see how this plays out over the year. I mean, I do remember I feel like vindicated because you were. I was like, he's playing coy. He's really he's all in this year, and here we are. He's coming in, you know, with the you know, the scheming hands right now, super pumped up, but I mean, your team does look good. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think now would be a, maybe a perfect segue. Uh, we did, we did it last year. We might as well do it again. Do, do we just go into who between the three of us? Who is the best team? A hundred percent. I am in again. <laughs> I mean, I had the best team all last year. Braden got lucky. And that's what well, you got to like do to win gonna, championships. But but to be the exact same thing as last year, we all pick our team. I just have a feeling. Okay, I, I think mean, of course. James. Garrett, who, who's going to have the best team out of us three? You know what? I need to look at the rosters real quick. Zach, you've definitely seen the rosters more than any of us. So I think yeah. that you can go first. Zach, I, mean, I, I, I do have a bit of rebuttal. I'll let you go. You go first. I'll have my Chris McCaffrey. After. Follow that up with Mark Andrews, DK Metcalf, Jalen Waddle, just a stacked four. And then I go with my guy, Brees Hall, league winner. Um, I get David Montgomery and Justin Herbert back to back. And uh, I mean, this team's unstoppable. I've got, you know, all the rookies, running backs to Zach Charbonnet to, to break out later. It's, it's, it's game over, guys. Justin Herbert will be top two quarterback in fantasy this year lock it in garrett go ahead whoa uh so am i reading off my team or just saying who's going to be the best you can uh, name name you guys and 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 why you think your team's going to win all right that's fair uh keeper was ramondre fourth round keeper not bad nick chubb jameer gibbs playing tonight justin fields ramondre i think that was and garrett wilson that was the first that was in my eyes, again, the same thing. Perfect top five picks. I was like, that's how I wanted this draft to go. I'm in a good spot. I think it was like DJ Moore or somebody. There was one receiver that was like falling, and I was like, this is it. This is going to be perfect. And then he got picked, and I picked DJ Moore. But I think I'm going to have a pretty good team. I kind of benefited from what Braden was saying with the uh, receivers definitely falling. I went a lot of very high upside guys. Uh, IU, Pickens, Gabe Davis, Bateman, and then... Uh, the safe guy, Garrett Wilson, who, like I said, is going to be a top five wide receiver this year. Pretty safe. Uh, I got to take my team. Why wouldn't I? Not bad, Garrett. Not bad. What about you, Braden? Yeah, I, uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about my team once again. Honestly, I came out of this draft last year. It felt like there was a couple Titans, and I felt like the underdog. This year, I feel like we both came out with pretty, you know, maybe in different strengths, but pretty similar level teams, in my opinion. So, um, you know, I started off, got Bijan. I think he's going to be a game breaker this year, or at least has the potential to. And with a force, you have to shoot for that crazy upside. And so I went for, that's kind of the theme of my team is some younger athletes that I think, you know, could surprise. So, you know, we got Bijan. I got a great value on Kenneth Walker. I went for the premium and Jalen Hurts. And, at first, I was a little nervous about getting T. Higgins as my wide receiver one. Um, then I thought about it more. I think that both Burrow and Justin Herbert, I have Keenan Allen as my wide receiver two. I think they both have potential for 50 touchdown seasons. So even if I'm picking guys that, you know, T. Higgins is the number two, I mean, the touchdown upside is insane. And anytime we have these high over-under games with the Bengals, I feel like I could come out with three touchdowns with T. Higgins any week. But Beyond that, my I feel great about the upside of my wide receiver depth. So um, running back depth's a little tough, but I can figure that out during the season. I'm picking me to win, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, 
before the draft. A quarter of your season is the draft. A quarter is waivers. A quarter is, is trades and following the latest news. And then a quarter is luck. 50% luck. It's just the season's far from over. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I did want to say Braden stole Marvin Mims off waivers from me for $2. <laughs> I only bid one. Uh, um, but I think it's time to... Soon. I think it's time to get into our budding stars. Um, this is a week one thing here. We're, we're going to tell you a guy that's, that's kind of under the radar. You can pick up off of waivers. Um, and, you know, they're either going to kind of break out this week or they're going to be a good stash that is going to pay off long term. So, um, Garrett, do you want to go first with your guy that's owned in less than 50% of leagues? Yeah, I feel like I'm going a lot of Team Zach and Team Braden here with my picks tonight. Uh, but this one's Jalen Warren. Uh, Braden, I think you drafted him, didn't you? I did. I feel uh, like he's drafted more than 50%. He, he must be, right? I would think so. But I mean, he, I think in ESPN, he is ranked a little bit lower. His 80... 49.7. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's right there. Um but man, he's he's gonna have opportunity this year. Najee hasn't been that great. Like, see what you got, and Jalen faded him all last year. The field playing well, most faded. <laughs> yeah, um, Braden, who's your guy? Less than fifty percent on. Yeah, uh, I mean Devon A. Chain. He he may have gone up there with the news about Jeff Wilson. I'm not quite sure, um, but he's definitely a guy. I think you have to pick him up. Um, you know, the size isn't exactly what you want, but he showed some great talent in between the tackles in college, and I think they're going to use him. They show they can use smaller backs like Mostert. So um, it's definitely worth a dart throw. Yeah. Um, my guy, K.J. Osborne, Minnesota Vikings. There's just no way Jordan Addison is going to break out and take over the wide receiver two spot week one. KJ Osborne is going to hold value this first half of the season. Um, the Vikings pass a lot. He's had a great off season. You know, even if he is the wide receiver three, he, he still produces that last year. Um, I think Osborne is, is severely underrated fantasy leagues right now. Um, yeah. Garrett, you want to tell us your guy that's owned in less than 25% of leagues? Um, go, go, and, going and right back you to your guys' teams. Zach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I looked at my Zoom and I was muted. <laughs> no, no. <I'm> not <laughs> muted. Good. Good. That is right, incredible. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, going right back to your team, Zach. Uh, Van Jefferson. I mean, with Cooper Cup out, he's becoming the number one wide receiver in the offense. I mean, sounds like a... I'll take that late in the draft for Matt Stafford. The offense might be terrible, but like somebody's somebody's got to catch passes over there. I think you got to add him, Braden. Who's your guy? So I went with someone that I spent way too much on Fab and the Dynasty League for, and then Garrett got him for one dollar afterwards. Jerome Ford. Um, it is a little more dice strong going over there, um, but I think people are projecting that Nick Chubb's is going to work, and that happened. But Jerome Ford could also, you know, he could not get the same receiving share that we're expecting or projecting, and Jerome Ford could suck that up. And the speedy back, he was a rookie last year, so, and, you know, also there's the added benefit of Chubb gets hurt, that could be a league winner right there. So I think he's a great uh, end of bed start throw. Yeah, my guy, Marvin Mims, uh, Braden stole him from me. I, I had him, this is the only thing I messed up on my draft. I had him as a 100% locked in last round pick, and I switched it to KJ Osborne. Love them both, but Mims, he's the guy, rookie potential breakout for Denver. Uh, I do not want to gloss over Braden bringing up that he spent a lot of his budget on Jerome Ford. Oh my gosh. He spent $68 out of 100 on Ford. <laughs> no one else bid on him. Immediately dropped him two days later for Likely with his remaining $32. No one bid on Isaiah Likely. So he has spent 100% fab. To get Isaiah Likely and Garrett got Jerome Ford for a dollar. That's it. I like to give charity to wherever I can. You know, that's, that's just how it that's works. That's incredible. Incredible. <laughs> give this man ten dollars fab in a trade. It is gone the next day. Hey, but guess what? I learned and I spent one extra dollar than Zach on Marvin Mims. 
Yeah, in, in the <laughs> in the league that matters. Nice work. Um, do you guys want to get into our who's higher section, or should we skip around and, and either chat Vikes or or maybe our my guys for the year? Ooh, yeah, I'd be. You know, it is tough to kind of say higher or lower this early in the season. Um, we haven't seen anything yet. We can we can get back to that. We feel like there's still time. Um, I'm I'm cool jumping back and we can talk who's higher, different different values on different guys. But I want to make sure that we get in the important, and that's our predictions for the year and our predictions for week one. Um, so do you guys want to talk about your your locked in picks for week one, or do you want to talk about your my guys for the entire season? Ooh, I kind of. Go with my guys. Yeah, I can only go to my guys. Yeah. That feels right. All right. So, this is uh, something we did last year. We didn't do well. You know, in our defense, <laughs> a lot of analysts don't do well. Also, in our defense, you know, when you pick those middle to late round guys that you're hoping I'll produce their ADPs, you, you, you might miss on, uh, on more than you hit. That sure. said, I'm seeing all across the board tonight boys it's a bounce back year we're gonna regress to the mean you know so there's no ronald um, jones this year for me (laughs) (laughs) um garrett do you want to start us off with your quarterback my guy for the year this is going to be a guy who's drafted outside of the top three that you think is gonna really just really outperform their adp this year i'm going with two uh I mean, man, when he was healthy last year, that offense was rolling. Definite top five quarterback, top six quarterback in fantasy. I'll take that all day at QB 12. Um, I just got to assume he's healthy, I guess, for right now. Um, I mean, the, the hard part about drafting him, if you, but this is a late round quarterback again. So it's like you're getting him at good value. The, the scary part there is <laughs> one hit and his career is over. So. I don't know, uh, but I, I mean, if he's healthy, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the top nine quarterbacks for sure. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. If you miss out on those top guys, Tua, that's that's your guy. All right, Braden, who's your quarterback pick this year? I had to pick the guy that drug my dead corpse of a team into the playoffs last year, Mister Justin Fields. Um, Look, the guy was an absolute game breaker last year. You got him off a of waiver, so it's easy to to have a little bit of a soft spot for him. But the thing was, the guy was barely even passing. And I've been on the other side of Jalen Hurts when I was completely skeptical and thought that the the jump couldn't be had. But the thing was, is he was a game breaker before it even happened. Now he has DJ Moore. Now he has better options. Chase Claypool is healthier. You got Darnell Mooney back. I think that he is primed. I mean, he is primed to take the jump. And even if not. He's already a game breaker with his rushing skills. So for me, it's a no brainer. Justin Fields is definitely my my guy for quarterback this year. I think uh he was a lot of people's pick for that kind of Jalen Hurts upside this year. <clears throat> but my guy, Justin Herbert, he has shown in the past he can be a top four fantasy quarterback. Um everything went wrong for him last year. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams always you know, teetering on being out, uh, and then he had that that uh, chest injury uh, early in the season, and you know he still finished like QB, I don't know, eight or ten or something. Like he still got through the year, um, but this year everything's lining up. I already said it earlier. He's going to be a top two quarterback this year. He's going to have that Mahomes esque year uh, that Mahomes had last year. That's what he's up this year. Um, high high hopes for Justin Herbert this year. Guys, we also did a deeper pick at quarterback. Um, I don't think we need to get into analysis, but uh, Garrett, who is your 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 later late 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 round quarterback that you think is gonna upshoot their their ADP? CJ Stroud. Okay, um, Braden, you've got. I went for Sam Howell. Yeah, and Brock Purdy. So these are guys that that no one is drafting, and they're like a borderline you know, start in a two QB league. These are guys after the top 20 quarterbacks. So um, hopefully one of us is, uh, is proven right by the end of the year there. And then uh, Garrett, you want to tell us your running back? Yeah, I went with Reese Hall. Uh, 
injury is the only reason this guy's ranked RB16. Uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook signing certainly didn't help either. Uh, lowered his draft stock a little bit, but if he's healthy near the end of the season, like the Jets aren't going to have any reason to put this guy on the bench. Like he's going to help them win. He's that big of a game changer. Um, I, I think again, if he's healthy too, especially near, come the end of the season, like that's a league-winning running back the last ten weeks of the season. I sure hope so, Garrett. Um, Brayden, who's who's your running back? Yeah, so this one's a little bit of a, a leap of faith on the talent. This is J.K. Dobbins, uh, is who I went for. Um, and honestly, if you if you go just pure logic, the the odds are stacked against him. He doesn't he hasn't received much uh, when he he hasn't been much of a receiver since he's been in Baltimore. The injury issues, he's been sharing a workload. But the guy with one leg ran over five yards a carry. We're talking about it's going to be more of a pass-heavy offense, but I think the guy is so talented as a runner that he can make something happen um, despite all the odds, despite you know some of his strengths not fitting the best with uh, what scores fantasy points. So I'm just betting on the talent here. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a great year. Um, I, I feel like the, the world is – wishy-washy on Dobbins so that's a that's an interesting pick to plant your flag on I like it um my guy Alexander Madison there's a few guys that I really like here <laughs> shout out for Shaw White shout out to David Montgomery but uh, I planted my flag on Alexander Madison I swear I'm not being a Vikings homer here it's just Dalvin Cook the last four or five years he's been drafted in the top two rounds in every single draft the Minnesota Vikings are always going to have that feature back in a high-powered offense, and that's Alexander Madison this year. I mean, he could get 80% of the touches. That's unheard of in the NFL these days. Um, and he's shown he can produce when he's on his own. So I, I think Alexander Madison, criminally underrated this year, you know, he's being drafted at his floor, but he could still have that ceiling to be in the top 12. Um, Garrett, hit us with your, your later round running back. I'm going to go with Zach Charbonnet. I think he has a chance to take over the job. All right, Braden. What for take Bigsby? And and I went in Devon A-Chain. Uh, so three rookie running backs. Love um, it. Charbonnet, Bigsby, and A-Chain. Um, that, I, those are the, the, the bets to make, rookie running backs. And hmm, we'll see what we picked for wide receivers <laughs> next. But Garrett, tell us who your uh, my guy is at wide receiver. Uh, Calvin Ridley. I, I think that he's not ranked high enough. Uh, like definitely. I, I think he's going to come out and be a star receiver right away again. Uh, I think he is for sure going to be a wide receiver one. Um, could be even a top half wide receiver one, but it's going to be, uh, I think he's going to have a great season with Lawrence. Yeah. His hype's getting out of control. Uh, Braden, who's your, my guy. I chose DK Metcalf, um, and this is just a situation where, you know, he had the most end zone, red zone targets last year in the entire NFL, and he converted on so few of them. The guy is an absolute athletic game breaker. I mean, Tyler Lockett's still going to be great. Jackson Smith and Jigba's going to be great. But on pure touchdown upside alone as a mid-wide receiver two ranking, I think he has the best chance out of anyone just to move up into a wide receiver one tier just based on the touchdown upside. So that's why I picked DK Metcalf. And that's why I drafted him. My wide receiver, my guy of the year, uh, Devonta Smith. You know, he's kind of teetering on, you know, is he, you know, a true wide receiver one, especially with the Cooper Cup injury, moving people's boards around. But you know, he's the number two in that, that Philly offense. He's he's being drafted, you know, like he's barely a wide receiver one or, or a high wide receiver two. Um, but I think he's going to firmly plant himself in, uh, you know, that top six conversation. I think he's, he's going to pass uh, A.J. Brown this year. And uh, I'm all in on, on Devonta Smith. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I've got the ball receipts to back it up. <laughs> um so Garrett, who's your uh, who's your deeper pick at wide receiver? Well, I went with JSN, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, uh, Braden. You went with who? I went with Zay Flowers, but I will say I really wanted to go Rashid Shahid here, but Zay Flowers is too too good to pass up. 
Yeah, I went Jordan Addison, and I wanted to go Zay Flowers, but um, three rookie wide receivers there. Um, another Viking pick for Zach. Apparently, I'm all in on the Vikes this year. Last year, I didn't touch them, but, I mean, by midseason, you could you could see what was going on there. Um, last but not least, we've got our tight end picks. Uh, Garrett, who's your tight end, my guy, this year? I'm going Tyler Higby. Same reason I was talking about uh, Van Jefferson earlier. Um, I mean, he's going to get a lot of targets in this offense. I think he's a really, really safe tight end, tight end year in, year out. Um, gets a lot of receptions. I just think he might see a few more touchdowns this year. Yeah, that Cooper Cup injury is uh, really helping him out right now. Braden, who's your tight end, my guy? I'm choosing David Njoku. And, you know, I get it. He's like seven years into the league at this point. Um, but the athleticism is undeniable. And to me, he is, there's no number two here. It could be Elijah Moore. It could be Donovan Peoples-Jones, but it could be David Njoku. And he also had some of the most red zone targets in the league last year while with Deshaun Watson. So um, I think he has a ton of upside, but at worst, you know, he's a lower end tight end, but that's huge. Yeah. Uh, my tight end pick, Pat Fryermuth. Uh I think that that Pittsburgh offense is going to have a massive bounce back. There's going to be a lot of passing touchdowns uh, year over year. And um, I think Pat Fryermuth is going to get a lot of them. I think George Pickens is going to get a lot of them. But uh, Fryermuth and uh, and Kenny Pickett have, have a good connection. So I like Pat Fryermuth a lot this year. Garrett, who's your deep uh, tight end pick this year? I'm going Jake Ferguson. Love it. Braden? Greg Dulcich, despite the depth charts, I still believe in the talent. I think it'll crush. Talent is undeniable. I also went with the talent, the rookie, Sam Laporta in Detroit. Um, I think he just had a big catch. I think he did, you know, so it's already paying off. And uh, and that's it. That's our My Guys this year. There it is, boys. I'm trying Woo. to see how these guys do. Hopefully you get a few, few fewer injuries than last year. Yes. Uh, we'll see what happens. Well, they had Sam Laporta at X. That's crazy. Actually. Dude, I'm crazy. I'm all about it. I I think his his ceiling long term in Dynasty money. Um, well, do you guys want to get into our our Stone Cold Pick of the Week? Let's do it. Sweet. So this is a segment where we do every week where we make our our Stone Cold Picks of the Week, and. Uh, the, the parameters are we pick a start of the week outside of the top 12 of their position, a sit of the week, kind of a guy who's in that, uh, you know, RB2 wide receiver two range that we think is going to have a bad matchup and uh, or underperform that week for some reason. And then a sleeper, a guy outside the top 25 of their position that uh, you would flex. Um, and then we've got a unique pick each week if we can think of something. So uh, this week we're going to pick the most drop player after week one. <laughs> <laughs> The so Garrett, pick at the end. I know. Start us off. Your Stone Cold pick of the week. Who's your start this week? Uh, I'm going J.K. Dobbins. We talked about him earlier in the pod. Braden did. Uh, got a great matchup this week against Houston. Uh, ro- rookie head coach. Um, it wasn't a very good team last year, and I mean, I, I think that uh, Baltimore could really run away with this one. Get a lot of run on the ground. Uh, I, I can definitely see J.K. getting a touchdown this week. And finishing at a really top end running back. Okay. Braden, start this week. I went with Kenneth Walker against the Rams. Um, I've been a historic uh, Kenneth Walker fader during the offseason, and while I still think over, as the season develops that could be the case, um, he's got a great matchup here. Um, we did have news that he's limited with the groin, so. Um, there's a chance that this might not be a good pick, uh, just based <laughs> off of that. But when I, it, it's a good pick if he starts, <laughs> if he's not hurt. Yeah, yeah. Who are you going with? I'm going with Rashad White at Minnesota. Um, that's right. I'm I'm not standing the Vikings here because we've got a terrible defensive line. Rashad White has proven um, that he can be the dude when he gets a full work workload. I mean, he only had one or two games last year without Fournette, but now he's got that whole backfield to himself. Um, it's going to be a high scoring game. 
week one, Tampa Bay at Minnesota. And again, the Vikings defense just did not really improve physically year over year. And so um, I think Rashad White's in for a big week one. I hate to hear that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Garrett, who's your sit this week? I'm going the opposite of a homer take. I'm going Alexander Madison. Um, I think this is going to be a, a, a game in the air. I, I think that Kirk's going to throw quite a bit to start the game. Um, I, I think this could be a blowout. Um, and, yeah, that might lead to more running back carries, but um, I, I think that's where you're going to bring in the tight handlers and things like that as well. So I don't know if it's going to be that great this week. Ooh. Um, Braden, who's your sit this week? Uh, I went with James Conner. And don't get me wrong, I still think he's the guy. He's going to get volume. He's going to get some great receptions. I just think, um, and most people who draft him, they need to have him in their RB2 spot. So I'm not saying absolutely sit him. But if you have a higher higher ceiling option, especially in a tough matchup, I would pick him over Conner because with the quarterback situation and and how the commander's uh, defense, how strong it is, I think it could be – they could score one touchdown the entire game. That's how bad it's looking right now. But so, it could go to Connor. To find that <laughs> it could, <laughs> and then you'd be good. <laughs> all, all they need is one. <laughs> My guy, I think, is going to be picked a lot this year because he was picked a lot last year, and that, of course, is Najee Harris. <laughs> um, he's playing <laughs> San Francisco. We faded him all last year. It worked every week. I'm doing it week one again. Najee Harris is my sit, and I'm I'm shocked we haven't picked a wide receiver for for either of these. These are these are running back or wide receiver, but we'll see it here. Our sleeper of the week, um, outside the top twenty five at their position, Garrett. Who do you got? I'm going Cortland Sutton. I think that neither one of these defenses are good. Denver's is pretty good, uh, but I think that Denver offense is going to be a lot better than it was last year with Sean Payton. Same kind of thing. They got to throw to someone. Uh, and, and Cortland Sutton's been there a little while. He's a big body. I think he'd have. He, I think he could have a pretty good week here. And that's why I drafted him, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> who's your sleeper this week? Oh, Jahan Dotson. Um, you got Terry McLaurin with turf toe. Um, I think even if he plays, Dotson will act as the dominant wide receiver uh, for the team. I got Eric Bieniemy with something to prove after leaving the Chiefs. Everyone said it was Andy Reid's offense. I think he's going to try to make a statement in Week One, and you got a Terry atrocious Arizona defense to face in the meantime. So I'm all in on Jahan Dotson this week. Same matchup, different position. I've got Brian Robinson this week at home against Arizona. Arizona is so bad. I am picking against them every week for every format. It doesn't matter. (laughs) We did an eliminator challenge. I picked whoever was playing the Cardinals for like the first 14 weeks. That's it. Wait, you in your picks for the whole year? Yes. <laughs> I think Arizona's either going 1-16 or 0-17. So um, start Brian Robinson this week. He's he's a money flex. Uh, oh, and, and our last uh, unique pick of the week. Tell me, who's going to be the, the most dropped player after week one, Garrett? I'm going with Rashad Penny. And I might get a lot of hate for that, but... This really could be like a four-headed backfield. I think if anybody comes out of this on top, it's DeAndre Swift, but I don't think that's likely. I think Gainwell will play a ton. I think Boston Scott's going to get some run. Um, and I just think that people are going to be like, this is not what I wanted and, and for one of these upcoming guys in week one. And that's why I got him on my team, because Braden <laughs> dropped him. Uh, Braden, who's your sit this week? I went with Aaron Rodgers. I was tempted to go DeAndre Swift here, but I went Aaron Rodgers because I think there's so much waiver competition you know, for quarterbacks, and I think Rodgers will do just fine, but he won't stand out, and there will be some other ones where people, you know, if they chose another second quarterback or their first quarterback even, they might you know, have second thoughts. So um, I think it's going to be Rodgers. I chose Rondale Moore. Arizona sucks. <laughs> I can't believe he's owned in 67% of league. That's going to be about 7% of leagues after this week. Um, and, and that's that's it. We we got through our, our my guys. We got Ooh. through our Stone Cold picks of week one. Um, how are you feeling about everything? I'm feeling great. We're, we're kind of firing through these. The game's on. 
Football's back. Gotta love it. it it's just it's just a good night. It's a it's a really good night. And and Garrett, that is a great point that football is back because I've been so excited to see Justin Jefferson for like thirty weeks now. And the, and the, the season is back. Uh, I want my son's first words to either be "Mama" or "Justin Jefferson." Um, that's and that's that's all I say to him. I just hold yeah. him and I say, "Justin, Justin Jefferson." Jefferson. Mama. Jay Jettos is next, or or JJ. He can say JJ. That's fine. JJ's fine. He's just gonna call you JJ. I, great. That's the highest compliment I could ever get. <laughs> but, oh man, I think we should Are move you... to the. I think we should move to the flex plays. Okay. And then just we don't need to go through all of them, but a few. We got to do at least our five. Yeah, I. I said we should do all of them, and I stand by it. So let's just rapid fire do every single <laughs> okay. one of these. Why not? Um, this is a fun s- segment here. Dank flex plays. We pick um, <clears throat> usually, you know, five ish matchups each week that um, we want to pick a flex player in. It's week one. We want to pick a flex player in every single matchup. Ooh. So I'm going to rapid fire ask people who they got and. Uh, I'll, I'll type it in, and we'll uh, we'll just pick our guys in each matchup. Um, are you are you ready to go? Let's go. Oh, I'm ready. All right, Garrett. Um, we're all gonna pick the same game, and then uh, we'll just go through each game. So, Garrett, Texans at Ravens, Damian Pierce or J.K. Dobbins? Dobbins. Uh, Braden. I will do Dobbins as well. I'll go Damian Pierce. Why not? Um, Bengals at Browns. T. Higgins or Amari Cooper? Where's Amari Cooper playing? Uh, at home. Amari Cooper. <laughs> Braden? <laughs> oh, it's tough. I also just lean Amari Cooper. Oh, this is an easy Higgins for me. Uh, next matchup. Jaguars at Colts. Christian Kirk or Michael Pittman? I got to go Christian Kirk. Braden? I'm going to go Michael Pittman. Um, I don't think I'm starting Christian Kirk this week, so I'll, I'll go Pittman. We'll, we'll let him have a bad week. Um, Bucks at Vikings. Oh, a triple. Godwin, Mike Evans, or Jordan Addison? Is Mike Evans playing for sure? Uh, yeah, he's playing. Chris Godwin. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Uh, Braden. I'll Godwin, Mike Evans, Evans, or Addison? You're going Mike Evans? Mike Evans, yep. Um, can I go KJ Osborne? No. I'll go <laughs> Mike Evans as well. Um, next matchup. Titans at Saints. Traylon Burks or Michael Thomas? Traylon. Ooh. Braden? Michael Thomas. I gotta go, Michael Thomas. So good. No, no unanimous picks yet. This is uh, this is kind of good lines, I guess. Uh, 49ers at Steelers. Brandon Ayuk, Johnson, or George Pickens. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, Deontay, or, or Pickens. Deontay. I'm going uh, Pickens. Different pick all across the board. Wow. Um, Cardinals at Commanders. Marquise Brown. Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson? Brian Robinson. I will also go Brian Robinson. I will also go Brian Robinson. Though I think either of those other two has a chance. Um, Packers at Bears. AJ Dillon or Khalil Herbert? Khalil Herbert could be started in several leagues. I'm going Khalil Herbert. Brandon? I'll, I'll go Khalil Herbert as well. I'm going Herbert, but I think we're going to be wrong here, fellas. Um, Raiders at Broncos, Jacaris or Javante Williams? Javante. That's easy. Britton? I'll go Javante as well. I will be picking Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Mr. 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, Dolphins at Chargers, Raheem Mostert or Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Britton? This is so hard. Um, <laughs> uh, I like them both a lot. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Raheem Mostert. I'm going Mike Williams. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, next matchup: Eagles at Patriots. 
DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell. That's right. No Patriots. Pick your <laughs> pick your Eagles running back this week. Swift, oh, Penny, man. or Gainwell. <laughs> I'm going Swift. Brandon? <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, I'm going to go Penny. <laughs> I wanted to go Penny, but I have to go Gainwell just to <laughs> fulfill the trio. Um, Rams at Seahawks. Cam Akers or Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett. Lockett Ready? all day. All day. Uh, I want to pick Lockett too, and I will because I hate Akers. No, I'm going Akers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> next pick. <laughs> he likes to pivot Cow- on our picks. I know he does. <laughs> Always. It's a great strategy. Cowboys <laughs> at Giants. Michael Gallup or any specific Giants receiver. That's right. Hodgins, Slayton, Campbell, Hyatt, Shepard, or Wandale. I think he might be out this week. I, I can't or Michael Gallup. <laughs> oh, there's so many players. Can I, nope. Can I, can I, you cannot right, pick going, Waller. I'm going Gallup. <laughs> I mean, it's easier than guessing five. Brayden? Hodgins. Hodgins. Can I say that assertively. Oh, assertively. I'll go Gallup. It's ridiculous. Those you, yeah. Last one, fellas. Bills at Jets. Gabe Davis. James Cook. Dalvin Cook. Or Brees <laughs> Hall. Garrett, man, <laughs> I had to throw I, the Cook brothers in. I am gonna go with James Cook. Okay, Brayden. Uh, these are tough because like Dalvin could even start. Uh, I'm gonna go Gabe just because all it takes is one touchdown for him to beat them all. I think so. I'm just gonna go for Gabe. Yeah, I'm I'm with Brayden here, Gabe Davis, and that is every pick. Of the week for Dank Flex Plays. I doubt we do that many ever again. Probably but... not. <laughs> <laughs> it's week one. I kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, if we got the time to do it, why not? <laughs> um, that was the best advice we gave last year. We hit at a, we all hit at 50% and the guests hit at like 28. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> if, if, if we're good at one segment year over year, let it be Dank Flex Plays again. <laughs> Um, that's, uh, that's pretty gritty fantasy football stuff. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to see if there was anything that we needed to, to bounce back to. I don't think so. I just kind of want to talk Vikings, maybe that's their nice. outlook and uh fantasy perspective, but also we could, we could squeeze in the munchies before this and have <laughs> munchies and yes. I, I think that's just the, the biggest change that we should do the podcast this year. For those okay. that don't want Viking stock, we go to Munchies, and then right after we're having the Munchies, we have Viking stock. I'm so down. We'll see how that this works for me, week. for sure. Okay. And yeah, and we might not have Viking stock every week, but we might. And uh, I think it's it's time to, to let the people know what we got for the Munchies here, week one, season three. Um, I'm very excited. Who wants to tell us? I think Braden? Ready. Okay, I can go on this one. We've got the Nerds Gummy Clusters, and the flavor is very berry. Very berry. The original Nerds Gummy Clusters are the second best candy in the world behind Sour Strips. I don't know that I've had gummy clusters, so I'm just excited to try these in general. Keith and Tanner might as well come get some of these as well. They're hanging in the basement with me. Um... We gotta see, we gotta see what this tastes like. All right, <laughs> let's let's do it. I mean, yeah. they're they're pretty good. These are a can't miss. Get better with every bite. I'm all in. What do you think, Brayden? Oh. So, I think that these are very high floor candy. I think for me, I prefer the Rainbow Original. Just whatever the flavor profile is, more tart or what, I don't know what it is, like brighter flavor, whatever. So to me, this is a slightly lesser option to the original, um, but it's still a great option if you want to change it up. Kind of like uh, alternative flavor to Starburst or Sour Patch Kids or what have you. 
That's fair, I think. No, I'm but I do in. not want to undersell how no. good this is. Exactly. Yeah, no, these are fire. I'm coming in not even having tried the first ones of these. And like Braden said, very fly high floor snack. I mean, you can't go wrong picking these up. But it's not perfect. And they are missing like a little sour. A little sour sprinkle sprinkled in here would be great. Um But yeah. We ready to score these? Yeah, I think so. Who wants to start us off? I can go. Okay. I give it Braden, an I, I, eight point two. Where is it? I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, eight point two is pretty fair. That's a that's that, a good rating. I think that you're way too low, and if Garrett does not go high enough, I'm going to go super high to balance it out. Like a ten point five. <laughs> Garrett, what are you giving this candy? I think this might be the best movie theater candy of all time. This is a good movie theater candy. Um, I can't just call it a movie theater candy. I got to rate it like a normal candy, like any candy I could go buy. And I'm going to, my initial ranking was going to be like 8.5. 8.5. All right. I think I'm going to. Can I cheat and go a little higher? No, I'm gonna go with it. Nine point five. Whoa! It's 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 way up there. It's it's damn near perfect. I do think that the original might be better. They also taste the same, so <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I'm all in on Nerds Gummy Clusters. They're they're incredible. I, I may have weighed a little too low. I uh, I just I think I have a clear it's a clear tier above for me the original flavor I like that that combination of nerds the best. All right. Well, guys, well, we did it. We did. Nailed it. But <laughs> well, let's talk some Vikes. Come on, it, we're we're let's it, go. That's what we're really here for. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I I love the matchup. I do too. It's a smash matchup. At home, I think this is a true test of early of how is Brian Flores going to impact the team because I believe it or not, I think that I think Baker can sling it on us if he needs to. I'm curious to see how Byron Murphy does. Hopefully, makes a huge uh, upgrade on the defense. But I think that you know he's got some good weapons, so it'll be interesting oh my to God. see. Insane catch by Marquez Valdez Scantling. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I'm probably behind a little bit. What what's your time clock there? Forty nine seconds left. I'm at one oh seven, yeah, I'm definitely behind. Um, okay. Oh, but yeah, I uh I think that we're going to see if we're just talking general Viking stock here quick. I'm I think we're about to see what happened last year with the offense happened to the defense where just great coaching gets more out of the talent that we have there we'll see us become a you know you know below average but significant still significantly better defense just purely on the the coaching ability and the scheme so i'm very excited about that i mean i i definitely agree i am pumped for brian flores to be in there i think you can't really get a better defensive coordinator maybe fangio probably not i don't know um, either way, we got to be thrilled. We're young. We're fast. We got guys that can play multiple positions. I think I think we can be a pretty good team. And I mean, I don't think the, I don't see the offense getting any worse. No, the offense only improved, <clears throat> and the defense was so ass last year that we lost to the Giants in a game that we shouldn't have because our defense was so bad. Right. And, and so hopefully... if Flores can turn that team around and the offense. There's no way the Vikings aren't a playoff team again. For sure. And hopefully we see, too, yeah, like our, especially specifically our offensive line take a level up just because of the youth and just a year further. Maybe that interior line just pure by pure uh, growth can can just get better. You know, they are pretty young overall. Yeah, lines that stick together more than one year tend to improve over time. So... I've got hopes that the the line will improve. 
and it did improve last year. It was it was better than the year before for sure. I mean, I don't think that we're winning thirteen games again. I thought we won a lot of one score games. I mean, it's just gonna like that you can't you can't get that many one score game wins again. Uh, I think we'll just kind of come back to earth a little bit, but I think we easily win the division. Maybe not easily. We we win the division by a game or two. Um, and I mean, I think we get 11, 11, 12 wins, probably 11 wins. That's my projection. I think that's fair. Braden, how about you? Pretty fair. It's, um, I, I, I haven't looked back on the schedule in a little bit. I, I do wonder, you know, I remember it seeming a little bit easier than, than last year, at least. So I, I think we're good for 10 wins. I feel like that might be a safe projection, but I think it's fair based on the defensive personnel historically and where we were at. Um, but I, I'm actually I feel better about the team as far as a playoff run than last year. So um, even if we underperform more in the regular season, I think we could make more more waves this year. I'll be the the Kool Aid drinker. <laughs> I guess I'm all in on on Vikes again. Um, Twelve and five, back to back division champs, and uh, and actually make it out of the first round of the playoffs this year. Um, I think that offense just it, no matter what if they have the ball in the last drive they can win the game like they showed they did it they could do it last year and they got better this year so um it doesn't really matter if you've got a good defense if your offense is that good that's what patrick mahomes has proven that's what most great nfl teams prove so i think the vikings are there offensively and uh and i've got high hopes i love it and I, I also think kirk can take even another step this year which makes me very excited with with even more weapons all year so I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, I mean, is there? Oh, I was I was gonna say, is there a guy in fantasy that you would want from the Vikes? I was gonna say the same thing, and I mean, the most obvious answer is Justin Jefferson. He's the best player. Uh, he's the best player uh, in football, um, especially in <laughs> fantasy football, and it's like, I mean. This is an absolute no-brainer number one for me. I, I don't know how people could possibly put Jamar Chase in the same tier with him. Uh, I don't quite understand Christian McCaffrey either. I mean, Justin Jefferson should be two tiers above everybody else. I mean, he is the most sure thing. He's going to get near 2,000 yards, and he's going to get 10 touchdowns. It's like, what more could he ask for? Yeah. Justin Jefferson's the truth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as easy as that. But Hawkinson's being drafted as the tight end three. Addison's being drafted as the rookie wide receiver one. And, you know, I like Osborne this year. I think he's a great best ball pick. Um, and, and obviously my, my guy, Madison. Like, I feel like every Vikings is projected either at their peak, like, or to be really good, Jefferson and Hawkinson, or to be like these breakout guys in, in Addison and, and Madison and... And, and even Osborne. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all of them could be really good. Um, I mean, absolutely could see every single one of them, if this is really that high-powered of an offense, uh, exceed their ADP, except for the impossible and um, Justin Jefferson. But he might, he might exceed number one. He might be 0. 0.5. He's that good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I could honestly see. I know you're big on Madison, but I could see this passing game open too because there's not a much as much of a pressure to put volume into the run game if you don't want to. When you have Dalvin Cook and you're investing that much money, you feel kind of a pressure like we need to get this guy volume. Even though at times he, he went completely, you know, he'd be gone half and then go off in the second half. But I like how this to me it makes it so that uh, O'Connell can run the offense exactly how he wants to and doesn't feel pressure based off of. Uh, who he's investing to in the run game. Yeah, I mean, that sounds fine to me, too. Madison, can, he can be a receiver. Um, exactly. I, I, it's going to be a fun fun ride. Everybody, one clap. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Skull. Skull. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh, the football game is up at halftime. Um, our show is almost at the end here. Um is there anything else that you guys wanted to to shout out here on the the first episode of the season? I don't think so. Braden, you got I'm, anything? I'm just excited to be with the boys again, talking football. We had our my guys put down. We're about to start a whole fantasy season, 
And best of luck to y'all. It's going to be, I know it's going to be a ferocious one, and I'm just freaking pumped to be back talking football with you boys. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> right back at you. This is uh, it's shaping up to be one of my favorite years ever. Uh, last year was really great, but I, I think this one's even better. And, uh, you know, this is a, a, a key part of my week that, that brings me joy. Um, hopefully it brings you guys joy too. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited it's back. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Going to set it better. Well, Without the muscle. Muscle. <laughs> well, until we uh, we talk again next week, look at what we got right, what we got wrong, and you know the potential risers and fallers after we going to be mayhem. It's going to be fun to talk about. Um, but until then, uh, uh, later, dudes. Later, dude. Later.